I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Hello, magical friends. I'm Ali Michelle. And I'm Raquel Mantra, and welcome to Your Own Magic Podcast. Our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic. Yes, we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today. Now let the magic begin. The world can feel heavy, and gravity can weigh really you know, heavily on your chest. And, and sometimes it just feels like all too much. And it is a gift to feel so deeply, like your sensitivity can be your greatest strength, but it can also cripple you. And so it's just remembering the levity, bringing more levity and remembering the joy of it all. Like what brings you joy? What puts a sparkle in your eye? Because for Darta, it was ceremony. And for you, maybe your ceremony is just being in your room, writing or painting or dancing or whatever it is that brings you joy. But it's like, what is your sacred practice? Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel. And oh, <laughs> I wholeheartedly cherish your own magic's very first intro when Ali was co-hosting with me. So you know what? I just I had to slip that in there just to reminisce because I totally I just I honor this entire process and the beginning and how this was created. So total flashback. <laughs> And for those of you who are new, 
and might not have heard that intro, well, that was my former co-host and I introducing the Your Own Magic podcast for the listeners. And you will be hearing her, Miss Ali Michelle, today. So this conversation is honestly just one of my favorites. It's it's high vibing and thought provoking and soul enlightening. <laughs> As we both honestly have just evolved so much this past year, we're so different yet our soul is the same. And our human though, our human self has walked many different paths this past year and there are so many new messages and lessons to deliver that we share. And oh my gosh, I just, I missed the poetic articulation of Ali being on this podcast. And so I'm so happy to gift that to you again. (laughs) She just truly expresses her perception of the world in an unparalleled manner as my soul, my soul seriously sings every time I hear her. And I, I had tears in my eyes and pockets of this episode. Also, some of the yomis will be sprinkled throughout as many have shared their love, shared their messages or questions, and also just created a song within my soul as I heard. So thank you to everyone who submitted. I can't wait for the yomis to hear what you have to say. And I'm also so looking forward to... Everyone feeling some sort of shift in one moment or most likely many more as you listen. As I know when you really listen with an open heart, there will be some shift within you to really want to embark and create and explore your own magic. (laughs) This first part will be part one of two since we talked for about two hours. So I'm splitting them up. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss a minute. I don't even want to spoil it for you in this intro as there are just so many different types of golden nuggets, like we say, that come from within. As I asked Allie many, many questions that she was so open to answering in her most honest, authentic, and vulnerable way. It was beautiful to be there, allowing love for each other to be the utmost expression and to be present and our hearts fully open for each other and for you. But before we dive in, this episode is brought to you by one old sponsor and one brand new sponsor. So first, if you haven't dipped your toes into the self-expanding encourager, like I call them, Skillshare, (laughs) you are missing on a free yeah, free chance to enhance one or more skills you desire to pursue. So Skillshare is continuing to gift the Soul Tribe two months for absolutely no cost, for free to access over 25,000 courses when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. So if you want to enhance any kind of skill or learn a new skill like painting, writing, or podcasting and poetry, my favorite things, or even starting a business in your own niche, and just so much more, there are 25,000 courses at your fingertips for free for two months at Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. That's Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. 
And cheers to your own magic's newest beloved sponsor, Beekeepers Naturals, which has become a company that is now close to my heart as they're helping bees. <laughs> bees thrive and live in this world in which they are now endangered. So Beekeeper Naturals, their pure mission is twofold actually, to not only improve our own human health while simultaneously saving the bees and their health and well-being. There has been such a high number of honeybee colonies disappearing since 2006, with about 25 to 30 percent collapsing every single year. So honestly, bees really need our help, not only because we love them and want them around, right? But we rely on them for nearly one-third of our entire food supply. And unlike most beekeeping companies that unfortunately take inhumane steps for large honey production, which interferes with the rhythm of mama nature and contributing to the colony collapse disorder, which is why I used to stay away from honey for a while. Well, there are humane beekeepers out there, but beekeepers naturals take it to another level to beekeep in a way that helps the ecosystem and the happiness and health of these little buzzing guys. Part of the proceeds actually goes towards leading bee research institutions to support the pollinator protection. Also, their specific products. Oh my gosh. Now, midway through this episode, you'll hear more about me and even my family's go-to bee naturals products, like their propolis throat spray that actually helped my mom's cold because of its 300 beneficial vitamins, minerals, and compounds. (laughs) It's truly a superfood unlike any other. And then they even have many other superfood products. What is really delicious is their superfood cacao honey and it's sourced with organic Ecuadorian cacao and, of course, sustainably sourced honey. Many other superfoods that, again, I'll talk about midway through this episode. Anyways, if you are going to grab a honey, please choose wisely and humanely because, <laughs> because we love and must honor them. So Beekeeper Naturals, they are gifting the Yomis 15% off your purchase when you go to beekeepersnaturals.com forward slash your own magic. That's B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com forward slash your own magic. And then use the code your own magic for your 15% off discount. The link for both sponsors is in the show notes. Also, side note, speaking of bees, remind Allie and I the next time she comes on to talk about the bee story, if we haven't already before. (laughs) I'm so excited to have her back on. I can't express that enough. So, with all that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin celebrating the 100th episode with Allie and I and you, of course. This moment is kind of a big deal because (laughs) this is the 100th episode of Euro Magic. So happy 100 Yomis. We're so old. And also, it's also kind of 
a big deal for another reason, kind of a lot of a big deal, because celebrating with me is a surprise magical guest. Well, she's actually probably not a surprise, come to think of it, since I'm sure she's in the title of this podcast. And also, (laughs) she's in my heart, not really a guest, since the entire podcast would really not exist without her. But okay, anyways, it is my former co-host and roomie, Ali, aka Moonlight, aka Ali Watts. Hey, Ali. Hi, Raquel. Thank you so much for having me. It's <laughs> such an honor to be here. Uh, it's such a, it's a beyond an honor to have you. And also, I can see people all of a sudden. I just envision people googling: Is Ali Michelle L related to Ali Watts? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she is, in fact. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe. You don't know. I mean, I would uh, I would be so... I can't assume that I'm related to Alan Watson anyway. He's so epic. His laugh is my favorite sound in the world, so... <laughs> he has an amazing laugh, and you're the one that actually got me into him. I didn't even know who he was until you... Yeah, he's got such a comforting, soothing tone. You know, if you look on YouTube and everyone's just looped these beautiful instrumentals to his kind of best soundbite talks yeah yeah youtube and i think on spotify now too maybe you are related i mean may- maybe probably not <laughs> at all ever but you know we're all related in some form or another we are i know you're definitely related to my soul in some way yeah also right now i'm holding the amethyst that you well you had this beautiful large amethyst like on our dining table and i broke it and you're like, that's okay. That's because you get this half. <laughs> you were so okay with it. But I'm holding it right now in memory and in honor of. Yeah, I always think when like jewelry breaks or crystals crack in half or anything of that sort, it's always meant to be. So Yeah, it is. Exactly. <sighs> Anyways, again, thank you for celebrating this milestone. I honestly could not celebrate it without you. It just it really felt so right. So I'm so so happy you're on. I'm so happy to be here and it's been a year so there's so much to reflect on and and talk about with each other and um, I miss all the Yomi so much. I love them and I always look in the Facebook group and it's so cool to see how interactive it is and what a community has been built. They are absolutely amazing. And honestly, thank you to all of you who have been so engaging and active and just listening even to this podcast because it wouldn't exist and this community wouldn't exist without you all. So I am just I'm just on cloud nine right now. That's all. <laughs> this is, it's 9.20 a.m., so this is the perfect way to start the day. Oh, yeah. Allie, will you join me in our classic prayer to the universe that the listeners, they never really got to hear us do before we began our podcast. And I was thinking, we should have recorded them. They were so powerful and so magical. And honestly, to be honest, I've, I've had to keep up the tradition. I cannot start a podcast without praying. And even sometimes I've been having guests do it with me and they absolutely love it. And the tribe has been very responsive to it too. So... Would you like to pray? Absolutely. Beautiful. And feel free to chime in if you want to, or just listen if you want to. Before we begin, let's take a deep breath in to settle in and ground. And exhale. Dear angels and divine guidance, thank you. Thank you so much for guiding Allie and I to this moment again, to 
be here with each other and with the listeners. I am so grateful. And to celebrate this powerful creation that we envisioned together a year and a half ago and everything that has manifested since. And at this time, may you use Ali and I as a vessel to deliver a shared truth from our hearts and allowing the ego of our minds to to simply just take a backseat as we stay present and open with love and compassion and to bring light from any experience and lessons and messages of our lives that will help and shift the lives for the better for everyone listening in one way or more. Aho. Aho, that was so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. My name is Amea. I'm living in Melbourne in Australia. My Instagram is Amea's Realm. I just want to share my gratitude for this community and for everyone that's a part of it. I'm sending each and every one of you all my love. I hope that you feel it. Thank you. So I have some questions for you, Ali, and I want to talk about travel and writing and poetry and photography and spirituality and sprinkle in a few yummy questions, all the things, all the beautiful things that we love. Well, ask away. Nothing's off limits for the Soul Tribe. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to take advantage of that. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. My first question that I always, I've been asking every guest lately is, and again, to me, you're really not a guest, just so you know. To me, this is just like, you're just supposed to be here celebrating this. Oh, thank you. It feels that way. It feels like coming home. It's so lovely. You are home. You're always home and you're always welcome to be here. Allie, in this season of your life, what are you most excited about? Hmm. I just, I'm excited about falling in love with simple things. Like it's been such a practice of mine the past few months to just notice more, to notice the way that the light peeks through a golden hour and what puts a sparkle in people's eyes when they talk and just all these little things that you could miss so easily, but are the details that kind of make up what it is to be human. And I think I used to just be in my head so much more, just overthinking. And the more I get to be here, actually in this moment, the more I notice how rich life is. So I'm just excited to notice more. As you were saying that, I'm looking out the window and there's snow on the tip of the mountain and all the snow has melted on the ground around me. But, you know, there are mighty mountains here in Utah. And I'm just thinking of how rich this moment is to be listening to your voice talking about how beautiful presence is and to get out of your head and just be present with how beautiful life is in the moment. And wow, I'm, I'm having an experience right now. Yeah, it's incredible because that's an experience you can always have. It's just slowing down and deepening in and noticing. Yeah. And it's so true that it's so easy for us to get caught up in whatever is going on on a day-to-day basis. Whether you live a busy life or not, there's always something that all of us have, something chaotic to deal with, all of us. And a lot of times throughout the day, we allow our mind to mostly focus on whatever that is, where it might take up great space. But the true 
beauty, the true path to happiness, I agree with you, is to just embrace the simplicity of the beauty that is before you in each moment. Absolutely. It's it's all too easy to just kind of grab a thought and focus on it and zoom in and repeat it and let it become this habitual thing. But then um, that just creates feelings within your body. And so for me, it's it's not the things that I want to achieve. It's the feeling I want afterwards. And it's like, why not just create that feeling right now? Right now. Something free for you. Free for two whole months when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash your own magic, a new URL to get two months for free with Skillshare. I'm so thankful for the sponsor and that they are continuing to gift us an even better deal. Like what? And it's because millions of students have been using Skillshare to expand their human self in many different skills. They have an array of skills to help us along our journey for a more abundant 2019. Skillshare has over 25,000 online courses now from creative courses like writing or poetry, photography, drawing, animated illustration, all kinds of illustration, video editing, other kinds of editing, probably podcast editing, culinary, and even ooh, tips for your business from social media marketing and freelance guidance, management, and so much more. Oh, I can't forget. I can't forget to mention also tech classes like gaming development or app development and lifestyle classes like health and wellness and language. Just an abundance of courses for free for two entire months. Join me in their self-publishing class. That's the new one I'm taking, but I've taken their a couple of their creative writing courses and an entrepreneur course and a productivity one. Who knows? I'm also kind of curious about singing. I might try the singing course just too, since the universe knows that that is not my forte at all. It might not be a gift, but I can learn a new skill. Anyways, go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic for your free two whole months. That's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. A lot of us are either caught up in the past or in the future, moment to moment, not thinking about what we really, really want to feel. Like maybe we want to recreate the past or maybe we are trying to create the future, yet we're really trying to reach for a feeling and you can have that feeling in this moment. Yeah, it's it's probably the only place you can have that feeling, right? Because, yeah. I mean, everything is so fleeting, whether it's a milestone or whether it's something that breaks you or something that builds you, or it's all just so fleeting in the grand scheme of things. And so I guess I just try and zoom out a lot more and maintain that broader perspective. And also not to invalidate the day-to-day things, because I think our life experience is a mirror, and it gives us exactly what our soul needs to grow at that time. I, I've always genuinely trusted that. I've had so many um, signs and experimented with it so much. And so... I guess it's just trusting your experience, whatever it is, trusting you'll grow from it. And the only way you couldn't is if you weren't really here for it. Mm, No matter how horrible or how much it might suck in the moment too, if you look to see what this mirror is reflecting back at you, there's so many 
ways you can take, paths you can take to grow from this moment. In fact, I know Utah has been quite my mirror of reality lately in front of me. And I'm just like keeping in my pocket what I feel resonates with my truth and my soul. But now I'm able to see certain things and shift that part of my Raquel self and just let that part go. And it happens actually in each city I am in. Each city has been a mirror in its own way. Of course. I mean, you can travel the entire world, but you have to take yourself with you, you know. And so things can be culture silent until you go somewhere else. And so it's new and it's exciting and there's different colors and different rituals and practices and smells and sights and food. And it's so wonderful and it breaks you in the ways you need to be opened. But it's like I said, it's fleeting. It's temporary because you always end up with yourself. And so... Yeah, it's finding home wherever you are within your own skin. Mm, And you have been traveling nonstop since we parted ways in New Zealand last year. (laughs) And you were still blonde when I last saw you. There are just so many changes, many, many changes. And it feels like a lifetime ago, yet I talked to you and it feels like I just saw you recently. So... I'm curious, aside from the hair, (laughs) what are some of the greatest changes or actually, no, what are some of the greatest lessons that have changed and shifted and shaped you to evolve to this incredible woman with a capital W you are today? Hmm. Um, I wrote this poem the other day and it said, nothing will kill an artist faster than the perfectionism of a blank page. (laughs) And so I think one of the greatest lessons this year has been love the mess, love the chaos, because everyone's messy. Everyone's lives, you know, are uncontrollable. And so this is why I love Bali, because you go there and there's all these scooters just weaving in and out of each other and going on the sidewalk and these crazy smells. And it's just it's open in its chaos. And yet, like, there's a dance to it. You see, there's a flow. Everyone's just following the rhythm of the city. And so I guess it's just, it's a form of surrender, to be honest, because we think of surrender as like, okay, I give up, but it's not. It's our greatest power. It's our greatest strength, because you have to surrender in order to create beautiful art. You have to surrender in love. You have to surrender in sex. You have to surrender in relationships, in prayer, and anything sacred, which everything can be sacred. And so I guess it's just learning to be okay with my mess and learning to to love it and be like, okay, that's where you're at today. (laughs) Right. You know, and if I mess up, then okay, just do better, do better in the next experience because you'll be given another experience to correct and not shaming yourself for it, you know, because I think I used to be so worried of like, am I making the right decision and just constantly second guessing myself, but the path is wherever you step. So whether you're going right or whether you're going left, I think that you'll have to learn the same lessons, whether it's in a different face or a different place, it all circles back. Always. All these patterns keep circling back. Ooh, I love that. That's so true. No matter what path you take, you're probably going to end up facing the same lesson. It just might be wearing a different shape. I love that dance in Bali. You're so right. There's something about its chaos (laughs) that is also yet so beautiful because at the same time, 
there's something about the soul of that island that teaches you that you are one with the rest of the universe, one with the rest of this culture, even if the culture is so different than something you're familiar with. That's what Bali is. They they are the island of one. They share everything and it's so beautiful. Absolutely. I actually interviewed this medicine man. I was there for a documentary and um, he's so funny. He said, he was like 85 years old and he talked, I'm not even kidding, for four hours straight. Um, and it was fantastic. It's just, you know, those great storytellers that are just meant to talk story all day long. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's fantastic. His name is Darta. And he was showing us, you know, the symbols of each offering and how all of their money goes towards um, their ceremonies and their weddings and their rituals and but then he said, God doesn't care if we do it or not. God doesn't care if we buy the more expensive flowers or the less expensive flowers or if we put the offerings or not. Like God is indifferent. He just or she just loves. Um, and so I was like, well, then why do you do it? And he looks at me and he's like, for fun. <laughs> and it was so funny. <laughs> yes. I could just visualize him and having a smile on his face. Oh, he had the Rafiki from the Lion King Yoda, like wise sage. Of course. It was it was fantastic. Of course. I love how when you travel, you really go in and you experience the soul of the city. That's the way I like to experience new cities too. And by talking to their locals and really getting to know them and hearing their words and their voice and their intentions actually tells you a lot about not only different culture, but what you feel about yourself. Like hearing him say this and hearing him say that he just does this for fun already made me feel like I want to do these things and give this value for fun. Absolutely. I mean, I think that as a sensitive person, and I'm sure most people listening to the show are highly sensitive because you are Raquel, and I think that you attract a community and kind of create a safe haven for them. And so the world can feel heavy and gravity can weigh really, you know, heavily on your chest. And, and sometimes it just feels like all too much. And it is a gift to feel so deeply like your sensitivity can be your greatest strength, but it can also cripple you. And so it's just remembering the levity, bringing more levity and remembering the joy of it all. Like what brings you joy? What puts a sparkle in your eye? Because for Darta, it was ceremony. And for you, maybe your ceremony is just being in your room writing or painting or dancing or whatever it is that brings you joy but it's like what is your sacred practice mm, and what's your sacred practice Ali um definitely writing yes but I have such an interesting relationship to it because it's what I fear and what I love most <laughs> um you know, every time I sit down, the resistance and I are just battling it out and barreling through it. And then a poem comes through and, and some days it's easier and some days it's not. And um, so that's, I don't know if that's where I experience the most freedom, but that's where I am, to put it bluntly, just the least full of shit is when I'm sitting down and writing. And, and I just, it feels like the most honest part of myself. Um, painting is sacred to me. Dance is so sacred because it allows me to say what I can't put into words. Um, and honestly, just sitting down and having a conversation with a friend and really listening and like looking them in the eyes and hearing their presence, like it's a gift to hear people's stories. It really is. It really is. Dearest Raquel, it's Alex. <laughs> 
Um, I am from Houston, Texas, and uh, hoping to be traveling soon, but not right now. And my Instagram is dearestme.love. And I just wanted to say that I am so unbelievably thankful for you and for everything that you've created, the community, your meditations, your podcast, and just for you in general. Um... The love that you spread and share is so inspiring and and just so healing Um, because of your podcast, especially the one with Madeline Moon and the one with where you did Dear Shell, which I still listen to just to hear you say the poem. It has really affirmed me and really helped me to start my recovery journal journey. If it wasn't for you, I would probably still be stuck in the binge restrict cycle. I would still be dieting. I would still be trying to change my body into something that it just isn't meant to be. And I would be still miserable. I mean, I still binge, but I'm on this journey of self-love that has been so unbelievably healing and freeing. And I'm on it mostly because of you. Um, You've spurred this journey into action with your love and your sharing of your own experiences. And I am just so unbelievably thankful for everything that you do and everything that you share and you I'm so thankful for you you've believed in me and you've believed in the dreams for what I am creating I wouldn't be here I wouldn't be on this journey of healing this journey to freedom and to be able to be my true self if it wasn't for you and I just really wanted you to know that you have greatly impacted my life and you are a true treasure to me and to a lot of people that I know. So thank you, Raquel. I love you. I'm so glad that you have been focusing a lot of your energy on this passion that I know it's been just embedded in you to pursue a path of writing since you were so young since you were a child hearing the stories from your mom so that's what I gather at least and you are following that path now and I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it but you have a book coming out this fall am I allowed to say anything about it it's so funny as of yesterday you're you're fully allowed to say things about it and I just filmed the the spoken word video to announce it um so and I did that in the Mojave Desert last night. I got back at 4 a.m. So if I'm a little groggy, that's why. <laughs> okay, you're far from groggy. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised. Thank you for doing this five hours later. I hope you got a little bit of sleep because that's necessary. Oh, I, I would I would do this on zero hours of sleep. I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's a poetry collection. It's called The Rose That Blooms in the Night. And you can find it on Andrews McMeal's website. Um, the link will be on my Instagram as well. But um, it's split into two parts from dusk until dawn because um, I started writing it in a very dark place in my life. I was just heartbroken and I felt so lost. And so I really felt like like the first poem, um, I'll just tell you the first line. It was, have you heard the story of the rose that blooms in the night? Without the sun's presence, she learned to create her own light. And so that was the concept. Like, how do you create light within yourself and bloom within the darkness when the sun leaves you, you know? 
I have insane, and I'm going to say it, even though I've said it a million times, but it's just, I have insane chills right now. Are you allowed to read a little more of the poem? Absolutely. I can recite the whole thing if you want. (laughs) Yes, that would be amazing. I welcome it, please. Okay. (sighs) Have you heard the story of the rose that bloomed in the night? Without the sun's presence, she grew from her own light. She did not yearn for his warmth on her petals, for she knew she held the power to radiate light from within. And though she had strong thorns, her heart was always open, for those with an open heart can never be broken. That's it. (laughs) (gasps) Wow. (laughs) That's beautiful, Allie. It's such a beautiful visual as you're saying this. I was closing my eyes and I visualized the rose blooming in this pitch black night. And it's so true. It's so, so true that open hearts cannot be broken. We can be, you know, hurt time and time again, but at the same time, there's nothing that's not going to keep us going. Wow. Ali, that poem resonated with me. There's a reason why you had to share that one on this podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad it resonated. I think it's such an important message because oh my God, when it's so painful that you can barely breathe, it's like you have to keep your heart open because otherwise the other alternative is just being numb. And I've been that too. And it's so hard because it's like trying to feel the magic of the world in a hazmat suit. You know, you can't feel the sun on your skin. You can't feel joy because however much you experience sorrow is the depths to which you experience joy. So the human experience has to come with all of it. It has to come with what we think of as negative emotions, but I think of as just the language of your soul talking to you, you know? Yeah. It's like a compass. And so it's like learning to honor your feelings and be like, okay, you're a mess right now. Okay. You're sad right now. I'm here for it. Like I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere. And just talking to yourself like that, you know, and and showing up for it and staying open-hearted because, oh my God, it is so much stronger and takes so much courage to surrender your heart to another person and to love. It really does. And it's interesting that you say this as this year has been a really, really, really challenging year where there are so many moments where I just want to keep my heart guarded because it's, I'm like, I don't want to let anyone in. I don't want to let anyone else in, you know? And yet at the same time, when I do let people in or when I do open myself and my heart to just anybody, I feel immensely better. But then it's so easy to have a rain cloud over me when I am making myself and protecting myself in my own little bubble. Of course, because everyone wants to be seen and loved, but they're so scared if they're seen, they won't be loved. So it's like this weird catch-22 where we all, we crave intimacy and yet don't want to be the first one to make the first step. And we have the synthetic version of of everything that we need. We have, instead of an in-person tribe, we have an online community, which is beautiful to connect with people around the world, but nothing can replace the warmth of another's heartbeat, you know? And so remaining open is now a practice just as much as working out is or your craft is. It's like you have to practice having an open heart in every moment. Dear be lovers and mama earth nurturers, this is a cause that is really near and dear to my heart 
help me support these endangered species as they are a crucial part of the song and rhythm of our ecosystem and our personal health. If you are a honey buyer, please be selective when you are picking your honey as there are so many beekeepers taking inhumane steps for large honey production and they are interfering with the rhythm of mama nature and contributing to the colony collapse disaster of our little buzzing friends. Since there is such a high number of honeybee colonies disappearing since 2006, by the way, this is something to be alarmed about as we want to keep these little buzzing friends alive, but we rely on honeybees for nearly one third of our entire food supply. So why I love beekeepers naturals in particular, some of their most delicious and nutritious products include their propolis throat spray, which propolis is like nature's antibiotic. And my mom decided to try some when she had a cold and the next day she was fine, which was kind of insane to me. I was like, this can't be real, but it was. Propolis contains over 300 beneficial vitamins, minerals, and compounds, great for immune system support and soothing sore throats and coughs. And it's something that is not easy to find here for that natural immune support. They've got their amazing BLXR brain fuel, which of course I see brain fuel and I am drawn to that to help enhance our memory, performance, and cognition. Brain fuel like this really helps keep me focused, especially as I have long days keeping this business alive and afloat. Then, their best product, well, their most delicious product, is their superfood cacao honey. They combine their signature raw and sustainably sourced honey with organic Ecuadorian cacao to give you the ultimate decadent superfood spread. <laughs> As you might already know, raw honey is full of antioxidants and so many health boosting compounds. But most importantly, proceeds will go to leading research institutions that are looking to save the bees. So every little bit indeed makes a difference. Now, if you're interested, check out all of their products and receive 15% off your purchase when you go to beekeepersnaturals.com forward slash your own magic using the code your own magic for 15% off. Link is in the show notes. B-E-E-K-E-E-P-E-R-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com forward slash your own magic and then make sure to use the promo code your own magic at checkout your own magic one word no spaces and do this because you love the bees and honor the bees like we do our own health <laughs> turning the page again i went on your instagram the other day and you know my like every other month I take a little peek at Instagram for a few seconds. No, no, don't be jealous. It's my journey right now is not supposed to be there, but yours 100% is. I looked at yours just to feed my curiosity, especially as I was crafting ideas for this 100th podcast. And I looked at yours and the evolution of. Ali Michelle L <laughs> photos like the camera knows how to capture your 
magnetic and empowered self, your soul. And really the photos, they've only become more powerful. I just want you to know from my perspective, your photos are just visual poetry looking at your album. So to me, it's honestly, it's it's crystal quartz clear that along with writing, capturing beautiful photography and moments, you know, another piece of magic you were just, you were destined to bring to the world. I'm so thankful that you have been continuing following this guidance within and that you are so passionate about your photos. Everyone should know how passionate you are about taking photos. Photos are something that just bring you that fun, that joy. It's part of your ceremony. And so even if Instagram didn't exist, Allie, I think that you would be scrapbooking your journey in a physical form instead of digitally, but you would still be doing this 100%. So with all that being said, how do you think your visual poetry, your Instagram has evolved and where do you draw your inspiration from these days? Um, It's so funny that you say all of that because photos are actually one of the most vulnerable things for me like it I think a part of me would really love to just have it be my words just the white blank text words um but I know that that would be easy (laughs) for me it it would just be comfortable and and part of it is inviting people along um for the story itself and I don't know, when I was a kid, I used to walk down our street and take pictures of like flowers and leaves and things like that. And um, I just thought it was interesting, the details of nature. I thought it was so beautiful and potent. Um, But honestly, it changed a lot when I met my friend Dakota last year. Um, He's a videographer and he also is a beautiful visual storyteller. Like he'll do these spoken word videos and he'll write about the places he travels to. So it's like a love letter to each place. Um, And so he's helped me. I call it like breaking the glass. My friend Jade told me that I have to break the glass with my Instagram. So that also changed it as well because it was like this perfect curated thing. Um, And I guess I just lost my, my why with it for a while. I was like, I don't really know why I'm on here. I don't, it was just kind of a shot out into the void, pixels on a screen. I had no idea if it was helping anyone or harming them or or what the impact was. And so I had to rediscover that why. And and I just want people to have permission to be wildly themselves, just wildly themselves, no limitations, and to really honor their creative expression. Because I think the world will pull you in so many directions saying this is urgent and this is also urgent and this is also urgent. And then you're like, okay, I'll do this later. But no, your art is urgent because, oh my gosh, if you feel moved by a moment and you can capture that in a painting, in a photo, in a poem, whatever it may be, like that, that is beautiful. That is such a uniquely human thing because what other creature does that? And also like, not to go on a tangent, but what other creatures scrambling for a purpose, you know, they just trust, like the seed knows it'll become a flower, you know, and an animal's not running around like, what should I, what should I do with myself today? So just trusting like your purpose will come. It's an unfolding process that you have to fall in love with because there's no end to the process. That's, that's life itself. And so for me, it was just, it was going deep inside of myself and being brave enough to pull what I found out and share it with the world and um, and to just trust that. And so 
where do I draw inspiration from? Um, everything, my personal experience, um, hearing other people's stories, conversations. I think my writing evolved when I made the only rule that it just has to be honest and I just have to write. That's, that's it. It doesn't have to rhyme. It doesn't have to be flowery. It just has to be honest. Mm, That was a lot of different things. (laughs) (laughs) I think that a lot of people are relating to you on many levels. And thank you for reminding us that, yeah, we are the only creatures that are scrambling around to seek and find a purpose. We really are doing what we can on this earth to make something of ourselves to be seen in some way to be heard in some way but to in our own beautiful and creative artistic way and whatever we feel called to do and though you say that taking photos is your most vulnerable part of your art it's beautiful that you are facing that vulnerability and that fear and just doing it because you know that you're being guided to and each time you post something you are speaking to someone's soul So following those practices is key. And it doesn't always have to be that, but everybody has something to speak to other souls. Everyone, like I want to make that so clear. Everyone has some sort of creative expression inside of them. It's just getting in touch with it. And so however you want to do that, I think a lot of the reason people are in so much pain is that there are just untold stories within them. There's, There's unmade art. There's just parts of themselves that they haven't tapped into. And so pain is not, it's not forever and it's not bad. It's just a compass letting you know, like, hey, readjust, you know, go this way on your path because every twist and turn is going to lead you to something, whether it makes sense or not. Mm, Yes. Hello, Soul Tribe. My name is Esther. I'm from Lisbon, Portugal. My Instagram name is Heart of Hippie with two eyes in the end. So, I decided to do this message um, as a way of expressing my gratitude towards every single one of your souls. This group has changed my life in ways that people in real life haven't, and I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that have been lighting this path filled with light and acceptance and love and this has really changed my life. I want to thank Raquel for doing this group and creating this amazing thing that goes beyond me, that goes beyond her. It's just this world, you know, it's a world filled with people, filled with love and friendship. I have met my sisters and I love you all so damn much and lots of love to you. We're always also evolving as, you know, these spiritual beings having a human experience. We're always evolving and so so is our art, so is whatever we want to paint to touch others. I'm curious, when it comes to your art and your even your spiritual practices, your meditations and your yoga, what are some things that have been reflected to you in the season of your life about your alley self and also your soul just this past year? I guess I just got to this place last year of absolute surrender where I was like, I have no idea who I am. I have no idea. That's it. I just, I am lost in the sauce and I'm (laughs) here for it. (laughs) 
and because it's it's true i i just i didn't know and and yet not knowing was such an honest and pure place to be because i wasn't like i'm a poet i i take photos i you know podcast i do this i do that like there were no nothing i had no answer for someone when they're like what do you do i was like i exist yes. um <laughs> and so but at the same time like I let my heart completely shatter and I let all the pieces fall on the floor. And then I got to take an honest look at it and say, what pieces am I going to choose to rebuild with? Because I'm not what I do and I never will be. And to be honest, I get way too attached to it and I'll hustle for my worth and I'll be like, oh, I haven't written a poem today. Damn, I haven't validated my existence on the planet yet. You know, it's it's absurd. <laughs> I can see you doing that. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But at, then it's having the awareness to observe and be like, you're such a funny creature, you know? Yeah. Um, and so laughing at myself has been huge. And not in, a, in an unkind way, just like in an, okay, I see you. Like, we can laugh at this. and And just being honest because – when you name it, when you voice it, it loosens your grip on whatever that dark part of yourself is that you're terrified of revealing. And so that was huge. Just letting myself surrender for a while was really big. And then also just fully embodying whoever I am that day, like whatever's arising that day um, and using it, using every experience for art to help other people because that's the alchemy right there you know like nothing is ever wasted because you can always come back to it you can use a memory and and the deeper that you move into that compassionate place with yourself you'll find that you judge other people less you'll find that you can understand why they are the way they are you know and so that's what's needed um those are a, those are a couple of things. There's been so many things. I I don't know. It's not that I feel like a different person. It's just that, um, well, I guess I, I do. I'm just, I'm more me, if that makes sense. Well, you've always been you. I can, I, it's interesting. I hear such a great evolution. Yeah. At the same time, Ali, you're still the same soul that I've always known. <laughs> and I feel it. I just feel your presence. It's so, so true that when you reflecting back on what you just said, that we're so much more than what we do. And when we feel like when we feel like we're actually living some sort of our own truth, whether that be like, what, who the hell am I? I don't even know right now. Like being totally okay with that. We end up having so much more compassion for not only everyone else, but also ourselves because it's so, it's so easy. I know when I am out of alignment in some way and I feel like I am less than for whatever reason, or I'm just not tuned into my own self. I've definitely recognized that when I start judging somebody else and they're really just reflecting back of something within myself that I don't want to face. Yet at the same time, if I were to just face it and laugh at it, like you said, like laugh at the silliness that we all can be and the mess that we all can be and make those message, those messes, a message and a mission for ourselves or to share with the world, then we, we end up expanding our wings and flying. And there are moments where I feel like I feel like I am. 
And there are moments where I don't. And when I don't, I have to always remind myself that it's okay. Oh, it's always okay. And also, there's freedom within discipline because oh, yes. I go through those those moments where it, where it doesn't feel okay. And then I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to sit in this. So how am I going to come home to my heart? Because I know it's aching to hear from me. I know that my heart has so much to say. And yet you can only hear it beneath all of the noise of the world. And so just having, it doesn't have to be a crazy morning routine, but just one practice, one way of showing up for yourself every day, one way of holding presence and tuning in and being like, okay, how do I feel? Like, no shame. Just where am I at? You know? Yes. And there are some days because every morning I like to write a little something down, but most things that I like to write down are really just for myself in my journal, but that's me, like a discipline where I show up for me or meditating or whatever it is. Maybe somebody wants to practice yoga every single morning. Maybe somebody wants to do Reiki on themselves. Maybe somebody wants to paint. Maybe somebody just wants to sit and stare at the mountains and that present moment is something to come home to your heart and to yourself. But to have that discipline, I 100% agree, like having even just one, even in fact, you know what? The less, less is always more. I've learned that because you and I, we both have had strong, sacred morning rituals where I felt like I had to squeeze in all these things every single morning in order to feel like my most spiritual empowered self the rest of the day. And that ended up becoming a bit too much, too tiring, where I found more joy and happiness and simplicity and just doing that one simple thing to come home to my heart. And so finding just that one thing that you do, that discipline, it sounds as though you make sure to write every single day, no matter what comes through. And that's something that you are disciplined to do to make sure that you are fully aligned and everything else is okay, as long as you get that done. Yeah. And it's it's learning, like I said, to love the mess because yes. 90% of my writing is so messy and I, I want to publish my journal someday so people believe me when I say that like <laughs> most of it's garbage and I'm so okay with that now. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm so okay with it. I'm okay with the garbage writing because I know if I allow myself to just do that and like move through it and and write something that's imperfect, then that's when a gem can come through, you know, but the only thing that will stop you is, like I said, the perfectionism of a blank page. And it's funny, from my retreat in Bali, um, right beforehand, me and like four other friends got a, a space together. And we all had our little morning routines, but it, it was pretty much just one thing. Like my friend Bear would practice Ashtanga every morning. Um, my friend Dakota would just soul gaze with himself in the mirror. I would have my writing pages. I'd like find a little nook. And we'd work on our separateness like with ourselves so that throughout the day we could actually show up and have a healthy togetherness, if that makes sense. So I think that's important in relationship to like have your time with yourself because the most intimate relationship you'll ever have is one with you. Mm, that's so beautiful. And that's so true. Bear has been doing Ashtanga for years now. And I, I love the routine of the soul gazing every single morning. So finding just like that one thing, if, if you don't know exactly what you want to do, well, dap a little bit in one thing each day and see what resonates with you more. Yeah, just try anything instead of being like, I don't know what to do. Just 
slip it and be like, wow, I don't know what to do. There's so many things I could do. You know, it's as though you're in a fishing net in the ocean and you cut the net open and you freak out because you're like, oh man, there's this whole ocean here. Where do I go? But it's like, no, there's this whole ocean here. Where are you going to decide to go? (laughs) So try new things, like get out of your comfort zone, go to a museum, people watch, you know, if you love to write, then paint. If you love to paint, then dance. Just try something new because I promise being a new student that something is going to improve your mastery. Wow, Tribe. I love her so much. I love you so much. So much. So this wraps part one of the 100th episode celebration. May we celebrate part two together tomorrow as Allie and I answer many of your questions that you submitted along with a fun game of Would You Rather? (laughs) And of course, we wrap up with something to spark the magic within. So if possible, we'd love for you to make some space in your day tomorrow to listen to part two. And if you're listening to this in the future, well, um, you're kind of lucky because you can just continue listening now or whenever you feel called to. There's so much depth, so many chills, a lot of automatic channeling that we probably don't even realize, and a lot of laughter (laughs) to celebrate reaching 100 episodes. And I know, I know. Tomorrow's episode is technically episode number 101, but it's also deliberately. I don't know if you know this, but 101 is an angel number as the number one symbolizes a celebration of happy times, while the number zero mirrors for us great and positive change and combining 101 enhances and strengthens their intention. So foremost, angel number 101 just gives us a sign that we may know a happy and memorable and prosperous time is either here or it's on its way in our personal life and career. And may these milestones be part of the magic that we all seek, that we all live. So again, tune in tomorrow to listen to the remainder of this episode, answering yummy questions and so much more. And if you're interested in more things your own magic, feel free to check out the website at yourownmagic.life. And of course, the Soul Tribe Facebook group with a lot of like-minded yomis who like to talk about this stuff that we've been talking about this whole episode and more, where you can also have a safe space to express whatever your soul desires to end part one i'll leave you with this sweet song sent to me from a lovely yomi rakalea she wrote this song for you she sang it she recorded it and so she sent it in for the 100th episode and now may you lend your ear to rakalea and have a magical day So quickly across